Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's indeed a very good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and good morning, Gorilla. A good morning, Buzzer. Good morning, Campo. Good morning, Goanna. Good morning, Annie. Good morning, mate. Yes, indeed. It is uh, obviously been a very, very trying break, and on the... Uh, Tenth day, I think it is, this being broadcast on uh, Sunday. The tenth day, it's all been too much for them and they've had to have a rest before they go back to work tomorrow. Yep, nobody turned up. So never mind, it is what it is. We all have a cross to bear at Easter. Ho, ho, ho. Righto, we should uh, just say that the Easter break was very well observed around the industry. There's a few people who uh, snuck out. Uh, I noticed that Aspect, a little mob up in Nidri, uh, snuck out to put up a few panels on uh, Wednesday afternoon, uh, thanks to uh, Brent Young Cranes, um, and so on and so forth. But overwhelmingly, people took the opportunity, the weather was too good, and common sense reigned supreme because everywhere people were making the most of the break. And who knows uh, how quickly winter will come. We're already at the end of April, and May usually starts getting chilly. So I guess there will be some people who didn't take the Easter break the whole 10 days regretting it, because they probably won't get another opportunity uh, this side of probably Cup Weekend. Righto, let's have a little talk about what didn't happen over Easter, and that's the truce. 
the election truce that was announced by uh, conjointly by Bill and uh, Shitmo, and they said they weren't going to campaign over Easter and they weren't going to campaign on Anzac Day, and all you saw was their ugly mugs on the media non-stop. And unfortunately for those of us who were on the roads, the other ugly mugs were Clive Palmer and Pauline Hanson. Driving on Eastlink, I've got to tell you, to see the big orange sign with Pauline Hanson was just too much for me. I nearly went off the road. But never mind. Hopefully it's only a matter of a few weeks to go and it'll all be over and done with because I think everyone's been well and truly sick of it. Annie, I'm sure that you have not exactly enjoyed the coverage. Well, I was wondering, as I was saying to you, uh, why would Clive Palmer expect to be voted for? But you had a you had an insight into this. Well, my insight into this is Clive Palmer's in so much trouble at, at uh, Queensland Nickel and all the other things he's been involved in. He wants to put himself in a negotiating position. He thinks uh, with uh, government in Queensland and particularly a uh, Shitmo government, he's got a chance to negotiate himself a deal because he's got a bit of a problem. Well, you know, people say, like, I, it took me a while to work out why this man would say that he hasn't, he doesn't owe any of his workers anything. And the reason for why he thinks he doesn't owe, owe any of the workers anything is because the, uh, you know, because he's gone into bankruptcy or whatever. and so put Queensland Nickel into bankruptcy, bankruptcy yeah. yeah. And so it's the receivers, it's their fault that the workers haven't got um, paid. But well, that's just really, you know, drawing a long bow, isn't it? No, no, that's all legally uh, legit. It's called the corporate veil. Once your company, Proprietary Limited, uh, uh, is in administration, bankruptcy, you don't have to pay nothing. That's right. Of course, it's a contradiction with Easter, isn't it? Because uh, if you, I bet Clive does, he swears on the Bible, uh, he thinks himself to be a Christian gentleman. Well, there's a moral obligation too, and I reckon you don't have to be a Christian or anyone in any way religious to have moral obligations, and he's failed all his moral obligations. But He's got, still got money and he's spreading it around and everywhere you go you see his great big buff head on a yellow background. I know, it's really weird. Never mind. We should just mention a couple of things to keep in mind during the next uh, few weeks with this election campaign. Our mate, Shitmo, doesn't mind putting his hand up for God. He gets, <laughs> very, he gets very enthusiastic about God, but he doesn't get very enthusiastic about the future of the planet. If the Lord indeed created the uh, earth in seven days or six days and rested on the seventh, well, you would want to keep it going. But no, our mate, Mr. Morrison, the Prime Minister, he doesn't care about climate change. He doesn't care even about the tax, the so-called tax cuts, because they're not going to happen on the 1st of July. And in fact, Highly unlikely they're going to happen too quickly for most people. But don't let that get in the way of a good pry-up. So anyway, people have every right to uh, 
worship their God in their own way. But gee whiz, the old hypocrisy still shows up. Yeah, yeah. As they're going out the door, before they called the election, they passed a whole range of things that are really un damaging to the environment. They even passed uh, a licence to a uranium mine. Yep, the biggest uranium mine uh, approved in decades, and it's all down at uh, a place in uh, Western Australia, just north of Kalgoorlie. And uh, apparently the uh, environmental impact uh, statement, or sorry, in environmental uh, impact statement done by the West Australian government uh, was negative. This is liberal brand. Yeah, liberal brand. And then uh, our good mates, one day before the election was called, approved it. And guess what? It only got announced basically on Anzac Day. Unbelievable. Anyway, when you're working for the super rich, as was exposed... uh, by the uh, the people who went to the big uh, shindig on uh, Sydney Harbour over Easter and put their millions into uh, helping uh, Shitmo get re-elected, they're all having a big pray up too that he was somehow going to get home. Anyway, there you go, folks. Getting a bit jaundiced in my old age, but shit Beget shit. And uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to put up with it a few more weeks yet. Now, before we get on to some other stuff about the industry... You, you've now got complete control over oh, the music. Oh, yes. I've got complete control over the music. And believe it or not, I think I sometimes have complete control <laughs> even when other people are here. But <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to play a couple of tracks and... Uh, The first up is a a classic from from New Orleans, from the the Big Easy, Huey Piano-Smith and Rockin' Pneumonia and the Boogie Woogie Blues. There you go, rockin' pneumonia and the boogie-woogie blues. Now, I'm free and easy here when I'm playing music today because uh, all the critics aren't here, of course. But That's right. uh, <laughs> I've got to say, that particular track uh, is uh, compliments of the gorilla. Uh, he uh, got some music over there in the Big Easy when he was on holidays, and uh, I must say I totally agree with some of it. In fact, most of it. So Louisiana is going to get featured by yours truly over the next uh, couple of months because really Louisiana has more to offer than anywhere else in the United States come 
in all terms of mu- in all types of music, uh, whether it's traditional jazz all the way through to New Orleans funk, uh, Cajun music, Zydeco, boogie woogie, you name it, it's all uh, had a great big start in uh, New Orleans, and uh, I'll be featuring quite a few people from all these different aspects of music over the next few months. But when the others are here, I suppose I'll let them play some of their tracks. <laughs> anyway, moving along, let's talk about uh, one other thing that hasn't changed just because there's an election on. And in fact, it may have even got worse because there is an election on, and that's the activities of the ABCC and uh, Steve McBurney, the boss of the ABCC. God, they're amazing, aren't they? They are really going hard. They are desperate to whack on as many prosecutions as they possibly can in the belief that even if Labor were to win the election on the 18th of May, all those charges still have to be dealt with. And that would be a parting gift from the Morrison-Turnbull-Abbott government because they're all part of it. And the latest uh, is in relation to Western Australia, and there are charges being laid against individual workers as well as officials out of a dispute at the uh, Perth airport, which was a John Holland job. Absolute disgrace as a job. Absolute disgrace as a job. People ripped off. Health and safety. They weren't paying people. That's right. Absolute disgrace. And because... People try to do something to put the pressure on. Everyone is now being prosecuted for illegal industrial action. But what they did, over and above, just uh, arranging for the papers to be served at the union office, which is normally what happens, what they decided to do was go knocking on people's doors over Easter. Unbelievable. To basically intimidate people into... uh, kowtowing to the ABCC and probably also hoping that people will give up other people so that the prosecution will be successful. But anyway, people are sticking and uh, good on them. But this is going to continue right up till the 18th of May. Make no mistake. So unfair. And the ACT has also, I don't know too much about the matter, but there was a uh, dispute. Uh, took place in uh, Canberra, and I don't think it was a particularly big dispute, but our good friends, the ABCC, have decided to prosecute that particular matter. And I'm sure between McBurney, the ABCC, and their cheer squad in the Morrison-Turnbull-Abbott government, that this will go on right up till the 18th of May. Can you imagine what it must be like at their offices? You know, they sit down and they're planning their strategy. You know, oh. we're going to do this over Easter. they got their hit wow. list and they're working their way yeah. through it. Unbelievable. Can't say they're not conscientious. No. But I suppose they're on a bonus. So maybe that will explain it. But certainly the question... Ideological warriors, those ones. The question is going to be, all these prosecutions, what is their status after the election? If the Labor Party is elected, or if our friend uh, Mr Morrison loses because he can't form a government and there is some kind of messy situation, 
What happens to those prosecutions then? Do they proceed or are they withdrawn? Because when the ABCC, the code on which they operate, were to disappear and the Labor Party has promised to get rid of the code and the ABCC, at what point do any legal actions disappear? And just going back in history... It's a bit like the Avengers, you know, the Avengers movie where they'd all turn to leaves <laughs> oh, good. and blow into the wind. Well, they all dry up and disappear would be great. But I'm just going back in history because people were prosecuted under the uh, McMahon government and the Gorton government for uh, Liberal governments prior to the election of the Whitlam government in, in 72. Yeah. And those of us who uh, suffered successful prosecutions for failing to comply with the National Service Act were actually absolved and got a letter from uh, the Attorney-General's Department, I think it was, under the uh, Whitlam government saying all prosecutions, all uh, matters outstanding and all fines, etc. are now withdrawn. Oh, that's interesting. that was... Good result at the time, as I remember. Yeah. Uh, being in my early 20s, it was uh, saving me a bit of money. But uh, listen, what will be the case with this legislation under a code which has not got the support of a new government and an organisation which equally does not have the support of a new government? So it's going to be very interesting, folks. Uh, let's uh, hope that it's a good result like in 1972. Now, moving along, casualisation. People have been talking about casualisation and now the OECD, an organisation of the rich Western uh, powers and some of the major uh, Asian powers, economic powers, have now identified Australia as having casualisation over and above uh, what occurs elsewhere. In fact, something like one in four is a casual worker. And over Easter, there was a lot of people who did not get paid penalty rates because of the decision of the Fair Work Commission, or as I prefer to call it, the Unfair Work Commission. And they uh, obviously are trying to make a living, and it seems to be the young And those on the bottom of the pile who are having to work more than one casual job with no guarantee of minimum hours, undertakings have been made by the Labor Party, but I don't know that this can be turned around because what the OECD also mentions in its annual report, that automation is going to get rid of a lot of these jobs. So there's going to be even less casual work to, for people to fight over and uh, it's going to give bosses an even better position to uh, attack basic wages and conditions. But it's going to be the issue that a new government of whatever particular colour is going to have to deal with because If, indeed, automation of even making coffee is going to uh, become overwhelming, something like 14 to 20% of jobs at the moment can be automated, then 
casuals are going to be on the bottom of the pile even worse than they are now. You, you know, when they say automated, you know, like coffee and stuff, what they mean is that they're transferring all the labour costs to the the person who actually, the customer. That's what they're doing. They're, oh, yeah. they're offloading all the labour costs and the frustration to the customer. So, folks, there's a lot hanging on this election and certainly what's going to happen in the next uh five years to 10 years in this country. Now, we should also just mention a couple of health and safety matters. We haven't got a lot happening this week, so we haven't got too many scallywags, but a couple of matters left over from pre-Easter. Chevron, big mining company, who uh, conduct operations at Gorgon in Western Australia, are being uh, investigated for the problem of toxic chemicals right. being vented on site yep. to uh, the de- health uh, detriment of workers on site. And it has been going on now for some time and it doesn't look like it's improving. And in this state, the wonderful state of Victoria, the PFAS problem, which is a chemical, a carcinogenic which is being excavated down in uh, Westgate Tunnel Territory, especially along Footscray Road. All that stuff is being piled up, and it's been so dry, only needs the wind to come up, and this stuff will be spreading all over the inner suburbs and docklands. And... Uh, the problem has but not But it's covered been... in black plastic. Oh, yes. That's going to work a treat, isn't it? Tends to blow off in the wind. Anyway, let's hope it's for the sake of everyone's health that it is damp. It doesn't have to be a raining torrents, but it needs to be damp to keep a lot of this dust under control. But PFAS is a major issue, which has been, as we said before, Easter discussed at the ILO in uh, Geneva in the last couple of weeks. And it's a matter that's going to have to be addressed not only by the contractors, but unfortunately, the state government is going to have to take a major role in this. You know, I was walking past the uh, art centre, you know, up that ramp. There were two young blokes who were doing some repairs, they were using a saw and there was this huge amount of dust and none of the, neither of them had earphone, earmuffs on. Is, well, have people the forgotten? Bigger, the bigger problem is this, the danger of silicosis, yeah, the dust. The dust. The fact that there is cutting, dry cutting going on, as has been demonstrated in a number of areas, is a huge problem because silicosis is making a comeback especially in some of the uh, fake stone product, uh, which is being uh, used for uh, kitchen bench tops and so on. I think on. people, workers, need to think about their own health here. Well, I think there's a campaign st- started uh, late last year and it's going to have to continue at an even greater rate. Righto, we ain't got many scallywags. But oh, what about the blokes who didn't turn up this morning? Well, let's just say we have, it is Easter and we have a cross to bear. <laughs> Righto. All right. So, scallywags I've got, Steve McBurney and the ABCC. 
And obviously John Holland's for dobbing people in in Western Australia and so on. Absolute disgrace if you have to uh, visit workers at home because let's just say in Victoria we've never had a problem with if anyone's been prosecuted, they uh, send the paperwork to our lawyers and we deal with it. Talk about scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yep. Now, Aspect is a little builder who was operating on Wednesday afternoon up in Nidri. And uh, let me say also that uh, I'm going to keep nominating John Hollands and CPB at Westgate for this uh, PFAS problem because I think this is a much bigger issue than people have given credit to. And last but not least, uh, Shitmo. Shitmo for whinging about people criticising. And I think people have got a right to uh, worship in their own way, but... When you can get enthusiastic about God, but not get enthusiastic about what God has supposedly created, and in fact, it's going down the shit heap at 100 mile an hour in terms of climate change, the Great Barrier Reef, uranium mining, you name it, methinks that it smells of hypocrisy. So who are we going for, Annie, with uh, the scallywags? Well, it's, it's a close one between... Um McBurney and Shitmo, I'd have to go. Well, um, my suggestion is Steve McBurney and the ABCC for dedication above and beyond as winners of Scallywags and Shitmo for having a sook up. Yeah, for being a sook. Anyway, let's go, folks, uh, with our good friend Steve McBurney and uh, the ABCC for Scallywag of the Week and uh, Shitmo for having a sook up. Yes, you've got a right to pray, but, mate. Get a grip. Get a grip. There's a whole lot of important issues that you should be praying about. Righto. We're going to go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And we're going to go out with Jesse Hill and Upapadoo. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.